All right, we are on the top of Lamed Bey's lave, right? Middle of the Mesechlis Brachas, the lave of Mesechlis Brachas. On top of the Amr, first word on the Amr. Lamed Bey's, Amr Bey's, Amr Rebbe Lazar, Gedoyle Tfili Yosem Meisim Toyim, Gevaldik Amr coming up, as always. Um, uh, greater is Tfila from Meisim Toyim, right? Davening is greater than good acts. She'en l'cha Gedoyle Meisim Toyim, Yosem Meisim Rabbeinu, because nobody um, personified do, you know, doing good deeds more than Maish Rabbeinu. And Afal Pikein loinen elu betfila. Nonetheless, he wasn't answered through his Maishim type. Rather, he was answered through his tefila. Shem al taisiv davar alive. Vesamachla Allah roish abiskus. Therefore, we see that tefila is even greater than Maishim taivim. Vamar belazar gadayilu tanis yisim etzadaka. Fasting is greater than giving charity. My timea zebagufu zebamane. One is a sacrifice of one's body, i.e., the fast, and one is a sacrifice of one's money. Obviously, sacrificing one's body is greater than sacrificing one's money. Tefillah is even greater than the karbonas, even though we say that uh, it's connected karbonas, right? That tefillah was enacted instead of the karbonas. Hashem saying, "What do you need? What do I need your 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 karbonas for? Go daven. Forget about the karbonas. Go daven." of unrelated matter. Not sure why it's here exactly. Any kohen. That kills a soul that's a murderer cannot dochen. Right, any kohen that's a murderer is now possible from doing dochening. From the days that the base mikdash was destroyed, the gates of prayer have been closed. Even so, even though the gates of even though the gates of prayers have been closed, the gates of tears have still not been closed. Rava would never uh, make a fast on a cloudy day. The question is, what, uh, if, if the gates of tears never closed, why are there gates there? Beautiful question. So uh, one could answer that maybe it's talking about genuine tears and ungenuine tears. If someone's just crying so that they can penetrate the gates of heaven, right? But they don't really mean it. They don't really feel toward Hashem. They're not crying for the right reasons. Then maybe that—that's why the gates can close. But uh, but if they're crying for the right reasons, the gates op- the gates of tears open for them. Even nowadays, without a base mikdash, which hopefully we'll have very soon. From the day that the Bismarck was destroyed, there has been an iron wall that separates us and God. Right? And there's been a wall of iron between you and between the city, between us and the Rebbein Right? Anyone who davens a lengthy tefillah, they will not go away empty-handed. Minolan, where do we know this? Mimash Rabbeinu, from Moshe Rabbeinu himself, Shanemar Vaspalo Hashem, it says that he damned Hashem, Vixim Vasra Vayishma Hashem Eli, and it says Hashem, listen to him, Gam Bepama Yehahi. So where it says, Eni, is that so that one who lengthens their tefillah will never, will never go away empty handed, meaning that it's a good thing to lengthen one's tefillah? One who lengthens his tefillah too much will eventually have a heart pain. What's the fix for davening too lengthy. So it's a question. What we just said that one should lengthen their tefillah. In fact, it's such a praiseworthy thing that one will not go away empty-handed. But the, in the latter thing that we stated, we said that one should not lengthen their tefillah. So which one is it? Sigmar says, right? This means pretty much that if one davens and then expects Hashem to answer him, ah, I daven such a long tefillah, Hashem, you should answer me. That's not the right type of attitude to have. But if one's davens lengthy to connect to Hashem for the right purposes, then that is a praiseworthy thing.
If one davens and is not answered, they should daven again. It's <laughs> very simple. Repeats kavel Hashem twice, so we see to daven twice if one was not answered. Very famous Gemara. Four th- things in the world need chizuk. We need to constantly strengthen ourselves in these matters. The Eluhin, what are these four things? Taira, Maisim Taivim, good deeds. Tefillah, davening, Vederech Eretz, and Derech Eretz, which refers to Rashi's talking about, right? Parnasa, whatever one does. Right, if it's a if it's a craftsman, you know, strengthening his craft. Right, these four things constantly need to be strengthened. Tyre myself, Tyre minai, and where do we know that Tyre myself need to be strengthened? Shnema rak chazak vehemat ma'od lishmar velasas kikolat Tyre. Right, chazak b'Tyre, meaning strengthen in Tyre. Vehemat b'myself, so therefore we see both Tyre and myself constantly need to be need to have chizuk. Tefilah minai, where do we know Tefilah needs chizuk? Shnema kavel Hashem chazak v'mitzbech v'kavel Hashem the pasuk that we just stated. Derech eretz minai, Shnema chazak v'nis chazak ba'ad. Umanai, we know that also Derek Eretz, whatever one's craft is, that also needs Chizuk. Meaning the Pasuk is saying that Hashem, for, Hashem uh, you know, forsake us, and then He forgot about us. What's the difference? If He left us, He forgot about us. So what's the difference? The Knesset Yisrael said in front of Hashem, uh, Rishayna, right? If a person um, if, a, if a person marries another wife, he still zeicher ma'aser Rishayna. He still remembers the first wife, right? He still remembers him, meaning he left her, but he still remembers the first wife. So atas of tani v'shachachtani, but you you not only left us, but you forgot us as well. So Hashem says back, my daughter, Yud base Mazlois Barasi Berkia. I created twelve constellations in the skies. And on all every single star I created thirty um, like guardians, right? Right, soldiers. And every single soldier, Barasi And I created three officers. And same concept. Meaning, I created all these billions of, of constellations, and soldiers in the constellations, and officers in the constellations, and billions and billions of constellations. Incredible world we have to have out there, right? And all of it I only created for you, my daughter. That's what Hashem is saying. You're going to claim that I not, not only left you, but that I forgot you as well? I have not forget anything, and I have not forgot the the the, the carbonus that you brought in the desert. So I'm a fun of So she says back, Since nothing is forgotten before your before your throne of glory. So you're saying you didn't forget me. So Hashem, so first, first she said, wait a second. Right, um, she said that uh, that you you, you 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 forgot us and you left us. Hashem said, "What are you talking about? I created all these constellations for you guys. I didn't forget you." So then she said, "Great. If you didn't forget us, then you didn't forget about the eagle either, which is a bad thing." So Allah, Hashem says back, Hashem says, "I have selective memory." God says, "Right, uh, I forget about what uh, the bad things and I remember the good things." Uh, I'm, 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 I'm a she said back, 
If you forget, if you forget certain things, then maybe you forgot what happened at Har Sinai. So Amrullah, he says back to her, and I did not forget. Again, selective memory. Hashem remembers the good things and forgets the bad things. Incredible chesed he has. This repository is referring to the eagle, right? The golden calf. So we see that he forgot about the eagle, but despite the fact that he forgot about the eagle, he didn't forget about all the good things that transpired. Okay. On to the next part of the Mishnah that said, Chasidim Right, that the Chasidim, the first Chasidim would wait one hour before davening. Menahani Mili, when did this apply? That they would wait one hour before davening. The pasuk says, "Ashrei yoshvevesecha." Or Menahani Mili rather means, "Where do we know this from?" So we know from the fact that it says, "Ashrei yoshvevesecha." Right, they would sit in your house. First, they would sit in your house, and then they would daven. Not only does one have to wait an hour before davening, but also an hour after davening. Another brace, the same exact shlak of tiras. I'll run through it. Right, one who davens has to wait one hour beforehand. One hour after. Where do we know about one hour beforehand? Where do we know about after tefillah? Therefore, we see one has to wait, or not one has to wait, but that's what the Chassidim Rishayim would do. They would wait one hour before davening and one hour after davening. One would have to think. You know, that's it's quite a long time, so we'll get into that in a second. Tan Rabbanim. Chasidim Rishayim Rishayim Sha'achas Mispal and Sha'achas Vechayzim Rishayim Sha'achas. Three hours every time they daven, right? Because they would wait one hour before davening, right? L'chayim to get them in the mood, to uh, think about what they're about to do, to, you know, they're about to stand before Hashem, to get themselves in the right mindset. And they would daven for one hour. And then they would wait one hour afterwards. Why? L'chayim to, uh, you know, Maybe to uh, not, not rush out of shul, right? Don't want to rush out of shul too much to show that they're not, it's not like a burden for them to daven. So in, in, in any case, they would daven three hours for every tefillah. And if you, of course, and of course, if you, if you add up three hours each is nine hours. So if they're spending nine hours b'tefillah, when are they ever learning? When are they ever working? <laughs> when do they have time for anything else? My answer is something very, very fascinating. Because they were, you know, they were such pious people, and they spent nine hours a day on tefillah, it was as if they were learning, and as if they were working. Okay, incredible thing to think about. I mean, these people are obviously on a very high level um, that uh, we probably can't understand, at this point at least. And then we said in the Mishnah, that even if a king, if one, when one is davening Shemana Esrei, they cannot be mafsik for anything. Even if a king walks by and says hello, one cannot respond and say hello back. The only time one cannot respond to a king is if it's a Jewish king. But if it's a but if it's a Jewish king, then one can interrupt because it might be a danger to their life. We have a question. If one sees that there's a danger impending upon him, because someone's coming to hurt him, he sees that a wagon's coming in his direction. He shouldn't stop davening; rather, he should shorten it. You just said that if there's a danger, that he should stop davening. Here we say that he should shorten davening. Even if there's a danger coming, he should at least shorten it. Depends. If he's able to shorten, he should shorten. But if he doesn't have enough time, then he can just stop. 
There's a story with one pious man, one chassid, that he was davening on the road, but sar echad, so an officer came, non Jewish officer came, and he gave him, you know, he said, Shalom Aleichem, he said hello to him. And the chassid did not respond, Shalom, back to him. So Hamtin Lai said, the officer waited there, right? He was a little patient, this officer. He waited until the chassid um, finished davening. After his davening was complete, he said to him, You empty one. Right, like your foolish one, he's saying. But it says in your Torah. Incredible, he knew Pesukim from the Torah, this officer. He says, it says in your Torah. Right, he's saying that the Pesuk says you have to watch out for yourself. That's why we know Sakonas Nefashis is, uh, overrides uh, pretty much almost everything. Because, uh, you know, we, the, the first thing is to make sure we're alive, to make sure we're taking care of our bodies, make sure we're taking care of ourselves. And when I said hello to you, why did you not respond hello to me? Perhaps you were in a dangerous situation, he says. Perhaps he could have uh, said, uh, perhaps he could have uh, chopped his head off. And could you have blamed me? No. Rather, uh, it's your fault because you were, you were in a Sakonis Nefashis and, you, and you, you, yet you still continue to daven. So the Chassid said back to this officer, maybe give me a second to plead my case. So so he said to him, okay, fine, uh, plead your case. So he said, the, the, so this is the Chassid saying to the officer in response to him saying, well, why did you not stop your tefillah to answer to me? It could have been a dangerous situation. So the Chassid says to the officer, if you were standing in front of a king, a human king, and your friend came and said hello to you, would you respond hello to him? So love. So the officer says, certainly I wouldn't. So the Chassid is back, and if you would respond to him, what would happen to you? He'd probably be killed, he says. The officer says he'd be killed, because uh, how can you interrupt when the king's talking? So this is gvaldi, gvaldi, what, he's, what this Chassid is saying. Incredible time. He says, Amalei, so he says to him, From here, I have a Kavachimer. Just like you. You said when you're standing, right? Chassid saying to this officer, you said when you're standing in front of a king, you'd be scared. And yet the king is, is here today and gone tomorrow. He can die any day. I'm standing in front of Hashem and He's eternal. He lives on forever and ever. Certainly, I should be scared and should not interrupt anything while talking to Him. So, so the Sar is like, you got me now. You got me good. And He apologized. He, uh, he accepted it. And they went their separate ways in peace and nothing happened to the Chassid. Right? When the... So it shows that sometimes when people, even if it's seemingly dangerous, I mean, obviously one should never put themselves in a dangerous situation, but when one stands up for their beliefs, um, you know, non-Jews respect it. They really do. Even when it seems embarrassing, when it seems out of place. But uh, non-Jews really respect when one really stands up for their Jewish beliefs. And the contrary is true as well, right? If they don't stand up for it, then they don't necessarily take Judaism as seriously because these people don't stand up for what they believe in. Anyway, beautiful Gemara is over there, and we will stop over there on the top of Lamed Gimel Ahmed Aleph.